The anguish in Hollywood continues as the film and television industry remains at a standstill as the writers and actors' strikes continue. It's now been more than 100 days. The Writers and Actors Guild have been negotiating with the APTP, a trade association which bargains on behalf of major studios and streamers. The guilds want pay increases, healthcare additions, residual payments and assurances of compensation in a future with AI. While the studios and streamers say they can and given to some demands, they're not willing to make any guarantees when it comes to AI. New Zealand Equity Vice President, actor and Auckland local councillor Fasitoa Amosa joins me now. Kia ora Fasi. Afternoon, Talofa everyone. Thank you for joining us. Hey, no worries. New Zealand Equity is standing in solidarity with those in America. Mm-hmm. So why are New Zealanders not striking? Um, well, at the moment, because we have the um, Screen Industry Workers Act that came into effect that uh, the Film Industry Working Group had been working on for a number of years, um, sort of, you know, finding out ways that um, uh, that New Zealand actors can collectively bargain because under the old rules that we couldn't do that. So um, uh, the Film Industry Working Group came up with a whole set of recommendations and this working group included everyone from the actors, the writers, the, the techos and the producers and directors. Uh, and one of the sort of trade-offs that we had to, um, that we kind of, you know, traded off was the right to um, to strike mm-hmm. in return for a, a mediation process or a whole process that is, um, you know, enshrined in the Screen Industry Workers Act. So, um, yeah, and yeah, so that's basically the nuts and bolts of why uh, currently in New Zealand, that we're not, um, we're not, we yeah, we're striking. not striking. Uh, although we do stand, you know, in solidarity with them uh, and and everything they're pushing for, because the things they are, uh, you know, arguing for are, you know, things that we we we're concerned about as well, you know, and and where they, you know, lead the way, um, you know, those things all end up uh, in New Zealand as well, you know, yeah. things like fair pay, the the residuals on on the streaming services, and you know where um, the new technology is, is taking us uh, through things like AI. So TV, on, TV and film productions are on hold. And just to give listeners an idea, the SAG-AFTA represents around 160,000 TV and film actors around the world. That's mm-hmm. a lot. So what does this mean for our shows or movies that would have been in production now due to come out next year? What does it mean for audiences? What are, what are we going to be watching? Well, I mean, there's lots of local stuff. I mean, what we've been saying is that this is a really awesome time to, you know, just think about uh, making the local scene a bit more resilient and more robust. Mm. Um, so in terms of, like, work uh, in New Zealand and, and, the, and the people that are affected here, I mean, rough, a rough estimate is that we have about 20 or 30 Kiwis who are members of um, SAG-AFTRA. So all those guys will have to stop work, obviously, and follow whatever um, guidance that uh, SAG-AFTRA sort of, you know, ha- hands out. Mm. Um, but that means that a, a lot of the international work that was maybe due to shoot here or start work here is on pause until that's um, until oh, that's resolved. So um, that means that actors can't see it, like you know maybe perhaps do auditions or even do publicity for some of the work that they may have already done. So once that gets resolved, then that can move along. But uh, it, it doesn't stop any local work or any local shows from from going ahead. Uh, from going ahead so yeah. you know we see this as a really good opportunity for you know New Zealand to look at itself and look at how we can make our industry here you know a bit more robust to kind of take out the peaks and troughs of 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 the international work you know yeah it's a chance to sort of plug back into local viewing and and making isn't it right yeah yeah and sort of promoting our stories and our flavor on things you know mm. like you know it's all good you know being you know the place where lots of Netflix shows shoot and <laughs> you know like that's 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 fine that's you know 
know, good work for lots of people, not necessarily for actors, but for for lots of other, especially in the, in the tech um, technicians area. But mm. um, yeah, but certainly uh, an increase in local stories uh, written by local people uh, is something that we're um, majorly interested in. Mm. If we go back to the strikes in 2007, 2008, those lasted for about 93 days. So this this strike has already passed that. Mm. What do you think the fallout could be from these ones in Hollywood? Well, I mean, it's uh, that's a really good question because it's really interesting to see. I mean, because if I remember uh, from the last lot of strikes, you know, there was a shift from uh, people who predominantly did film, you know, uh, moving over to, to television and then sort of bumping everyone kind of, you know, down the ranks a bit. So, um, yeah, it's really interesting to see. Yeah, I'm, I'm really not sure where this is going to go. That's why we're kind of looking at it, you know, with uh, with a lot of interest, especially around mm. um, new technologies. You know, like, I mean, I mean, the story of the of the extras who were asked to step into a scanning booth so they could only work one day and get 3D scanned. You know, like so they have their likeness in the image and, and their costume and everything taken. And you go, well, what are you going to do with that? Yeah, <laughs> you know, for how, one how day's you, pay. For one day's pay. Mm. Or even, um, you know, I do a lot of voice work, you know, seeing the amount of um, these new apps that are like, you know, pay you just text to speech and your speech sounds like a human you know like all yeah. these sorts of things and we don't know where it's going to go like it might be just super hype right now uh, yeah. but it'll eventually you know this technology only gets better so it's it's really important that we get in early um and get some guardrails or some some protections in place you know so that um you know you don't put a whole lot of people out of work uh you know yeah well that well ai is one of the big sticking points isn't it because yeah. Actors and, and, and writers want dialogue about the future of it, but the streamers and networks are being very hesitant in engaging in that conversation. Mm. You know, so the, 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 what are the fears, I guess, from actors and writers that, yeah, that you'll work one day? One day's pay and and that's it. Yeah, and then you that you is it that then they'll have your voice or they'll have your image forever yeah absolutely it's that it's that kind of thing where you know your rights will be signed off in like in perpetuity you know like mm. and and the work that you do can be easily stolen and copied and you know and and these fears have been around for a while now you know with like pirating movies and and you know and, and music and that but this feels like it's going into the next level now where you know things you know your work can be taken so easily and so much of it as well when you look on social media and stuff uh, there's so much that's being offered for free you know yeah. the people like are uploading um, things so frequently and and now things have moved from like say storytelling you know and the craft of storytelling and what that means uh you know for people and audiences and moving into like just content you know just things that are filling space so yeah i mean it it is at the end of the day it is about like protecting people's work and valuing what you know what we bring like um especially you know the the creative sector you know like we bring Mm. more than just like actors do more than just say words like um and writers just do more than write words you know so it's it's about protecting and valuing um the craft really it's it's pretty incredible to think about you know if lord of the rings was being made today and with ai what that would how different that would be yeah yeah you know and the speed of like um you know we will remember watching those movies and going wow like just being absolutely blown away so the speed at which the the you know the, the CGI and and the, and the graphic all these things just like evolve so quickly now yeah. so we, and and you know we really got to keep pace with it with uh, you know protecting our workers. Do you think there are any areas of compromise? I mean, sure. I mean, in general, I think there's always areas of compromise. Um, but I feel like I, I feel like it needs to be done in good faith. You know, like it's so. Mm. I think the hard thing for what 
for people sort of looking at the strike and seeing like big mega you know stars on screen so what do they need this money for what you know they, they these guys are really well off but it's not really about them it's more about like the 98 percent of the actors who are like day-to-day jobbing actors do you know yeah. what i mean like and yeah. so when these people are looking at some of the salaries that the you know the, that the streamers are you know are, are raking in and, and and that money and go well you know the thing that i help create the the story that i wrote the performances that I gave that made that thing a success and not being valued in the, in the, in the way that it used to. And I think with these new technologies, um, you know, like say with the streaming, these disruptive technologies, it kind of always falls outside of, of, of the norm. So obviously it's a, that's a great place for people to take advantage of. So, mm. yeah, I mean, I think there's always a compromise because it's hard to look at somebody's, you know, massive salary and go in these numbers that these people are raking in and go, surely you can share some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, talk a bit about you now because you're you're an, <laughs> you're an actor but you're also mm. the deputy chair of the faux local board in west auckland yeah so what made you decide to go down that path well i just moved into uh, back into the area like i'm from like a you know from around that area so i went to kelston boys high school and then i sort of went to drama school and moved out of the area but kind of always lived you know in avondale for a time and then i bought in avondale and then i was there and i was like oh you know it's like Want to get involved with this community? My brother was um, in the throes of of sort of campaigning for, to be the, the the chair of the Avondale Business Association, and and just seeing like his efforts there of you know trying to get into that position to kind of help out the town centre and stuff. So mm. I thought, and then the local elections were coming up, and I thought, oh look, you know, you want to be at the decision making table. You want to be where your you know your influence means something. So mm. you know, I sort of stuck my hand up and. Well, yeah. your your family's always been in serve a life of service, um, haven't they? Your dad was a Samoan church minister. Yeah, yeah, he was he was the, uh, the Presbyterian minister with the at Avondale PIC and and other other churches. And my mum had started a um, a play group that has now turned into the Aungamata PIC Avondale, which has been going for over fifteen years now, I think, which is a Samoan language um, early childhood education centre. And then my my two younger brothers opened up a tattoo store in Avondale maybe eight years ago, um, five, yeah, Cane Tattoo in, in Avondale. So we've been in and around the area for for, 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 for a long time. And, and yeah. I, when I spoke to you earlier, one of my favourite things you told me was your mum said, you know, you have to be useful to people. Yeah. Don't be a pain. Yeah, that's one of my mum's <laughs> favourite sayings, like be a blessing, be a blessing, not a pain. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, just be useful. And, yeah, and growing up, you know, it's one of these things like my parents never really cared what we did. My mum was like, I don't care what you do, just be, you know, what the Samoan word is, Fatmaoni, or it's like be thorough, be, you know, give it your all, just, you know. And also, you know, be useful to the community. Mm. I think it's a family mantra as well, like be useful or get out of the way. <laughs> uh, well, you're used to being an actor and a creative. Mm. You're now doing office-style hours in an mm. actual office. How's that going down? Look, it's uh, it's a process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, it's, it's, you know, you're so used to like rehearsal floors, you know, and you're used to seeing other people in offices. And yeah, so I have like an office space uh, in New Lynn. And, and I think in the last, at the end of the last term, they were like, oh, you need to pack up your office. And I was like, oh, I forgot I had one of those, like a place where, you, you know, we're so used to working from home now as stuff, well. That, yeah. yeah, so there was like three years worth of stuff that was, you know, newsletters and things that were there that people dropped off. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, oh. Yeah, there was a chair, there was an internet. It was like, oh, okay, this is... This what is, is this? This yeah, square this? space yeah. that I can work in. That I can come in and, yeah, and, and claim <laughs> as my own. That's not my house, you know. Well, through the pandemic, you know, like the, the garage became my office, you know, yeah. so, yeah. 
bit of a change. Mm. Oh, well, kia ora for your time today, Fussy. That's Fussy Tua Amosa, actor, New Zealand Equity VP and City Councillor for Faux Local Board in Auckland.